0: Welcome to Episode 7 of A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. Hi, I'm your host, Julianne, and I'm thrilled to have you join me for yet another week and another new episode. How did you do last week? Last week, we were talking about the gift that keeps on giving. So let's just follow up quickly. How were you able to get rid of things? How many things were you able to get rid of? Remember, we were talking about gifts that someone had given you, or maybe you even gave to yourself as a special reward, and now had no enjoyment they were just baggage they were things that were weighing you down how many gifts were you able to get rid of that you never even enjoyed in the first place you just accepted out of obligation i remember my goal was to get rid of at least the ones that i had identified which was 75 and i'd gotten rid of all of that Um, and i'm still working you know there's still some gifts around my house the ones that are have a lot of value that i need to put on ebay and that's kind of you know weighing me down that will lay will um line up really good with this week's topic. So we'll get back to that in a minute. But again, I have those other gifts, the things of value that I can't just give away. So that'll be on my list to tackle. But how did you tackle the ones on your list? How did you get rid of them? Did you find nice homes for them? Did you recycle them? What were you able to do with all those gifts? So feel free to write a comment. Let me know how you did and how many you got rid of and how you feel now. And again, this is very important. Make sure you're journaling. How did it go for you? What do you feel now that you've released all that baggage? Because the goal of this entire podcast is to get you to feel happier and happier, lighter and lighter. And that all comes from releasing this baggage, stuff that really isn't important to you, that's just weighing you down. So as we said in these next couple episodes, we'll be focused on physical items. So today's episode is no different. This is the toleration game. So it's a little bit different take on some of those things in your house that are weighing you down. So we are gonna be focused mostly on the home front, but again, you can do this in your office if you'd like. But we'll be talking about this from the example of your house. So what is the toleration game? This is kind of fun. I actually uh, learned this when I was um, studying under Jim Bunch, who is a life coach. And this is a fun game that you play. um, Play it alone, or I'll talk to you a little bit later about how you can play it in a group. But what you want to do is grab that journal and go through your house. Spend at least, you know, one to two minutes in each room. And physically, I want you to get up and go to that room. And then when you're in that room, I want you to write down all the things you're tolerating. Now, what is tolerating? What do you want mean? I mean things you're putting up with in that room that just drive you nuts. Maybe it's a light bulb that's out or a flickering light bulb. Maybe it's a squeaky drawer or a broken door handle or a squeaky bed. Write down all the things room by room that you just put up with that you don't even realize they annoy the heck out of you, but you've never done anything about them. They just sit there and annoy you. That's the toleration game. You're going to walk through and make a list. And you really do need to go room by room because you won't realize some of those things because they're so under that level of observation, I guess. You know, you've really just put up with them for so long that you kind of forget that they're there. And that's what really helps is if you can go to that room and be like, oh, yeah, that drives me nuts. But you won't think of it if you're sitting on your sofa trying to do all this from memory. So get up and walk around. And I want to share with you kind of what this – the first time I did this with um, myself, nobody really knew what it was up to. I just kind of walked around and made this list. And I looked at it, and I didn't have a ton of items. Like if, I remember, if memory serves me, I had about a dozen, I think. And then the point of this game is once you've made this list, is to start knocking them off, to start going back through these lists of tolerations and fix them, take care of it, make it so they're no longer bothering you. And here is kind of a really great story from that. So I have, um, we built this house that I live in now. We built it brand new, so everything was the way we did it. And I personally put the door handles on every door in this house. I was so proud of myself. Well, obviously, I didn't know what I was doing. So our bedroom door never closed all the way. It never, like, the latch never stuck. So if the wind blew, our door would blow open. Or if somebody opened a door on on the same floor... It would kind of do a suction thing and would pull our door open. And this is our bedroom door. And as you can imagine, as two young, healthy adults, <laughs> my husband and I wanted that door to be closed at night. And we couldn't get the thing to close. We'd have to put a piece of furniture in front of it just to keep it closed. And that made things a little bit difficult and, you know, kind of annoying. And for 10 years, I put up with a stupid door that wouldn't stay shut. And we couldn't put, like, a stop in front of it because my husband would be, like, I'd go to bed early. My husband would come up later, and so he wouldn't be able to get in if I blocked the door. So I just kind of had to deal with the door blowing open every time there was a windstorm and we had the, the windows open in the summer. Or just anytime time somebody opened a door somewhere else on the floor, it drove me nuts. So for 10 years, I put up with this. And one day we had a handyman in the house, and uh, I said, hey, you know, while you're here, do you mind just taking a look at this door and see if we can get it to the point where I can keep it closed and I can actually use the latch and lock it? Literally, if it took the guy 10 seconds, that would be an exaggeration. He went up there and goes, oh, yeah, did something with a screwdriver, and it was done, and the door was fixed. I mean, really, 10 years was fixed in 10 seconds, and I put up with that. I tolerated that. Drove myself nuts. So what are you doing in your life that's just like that, that you're putting up with that maybe could be fixed very easily, or even if it can't be fixed that easily, it still can be fixed, and it won't take as much effort as you think. And it certainly won't annoy you as long as it's been annoying you. So the time it takes you to fix it is going to be less than the time it's been annoying you. So we had a flickering light bulb over our uh, laundry room. And that used to drive us nuts because sometimes the switch would come on, sometimes it wouldn't, sometimes the light would flicker. And all we had to do was change the bulb. So when I remember when I went through this toleration list the first time, I took out the bulb, put a new one in. What it cost me, $2 and about two minutes of my time. And the light now goes on and off just the way it's supposed to. So what are you putting up with? What are you driving yourself nuts with? So go room to room with your journal and start writing it down. And don't worry about how long your list is. Yes, it could get pretty long, especially if you're in an older house. That's okay. You don't have to do it all. But when you start to knock some of these tolerations off, you're really going to start to feel good. You're going to start to feel light. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I was putting up with that. I can't believe how much it bothered me and I didn't even notice that it was bothering me. You feel like, oh, you know, light flickers, no big deal. I don't deal with it. But it really does bother you. Every time you go to that area, like every time I did laundry, I'd be aware of them, like, oh, that stupid light. And I'd go on and do my laundry, but I acknowledged it, and I was annoyed by it, and I never did anything about it. So you can fix these things. Go through your house and try to find as many different things as you can. Write them all down, and then challenge yourself. Give yourself a time frame of when you're going to get these done. When are you going to fix all this stuff? And again, if something's huge, you need a new roof, I understand, you know, you can put that aside. But for the smaller things, put them on this list and try to get them done. You know, give yourself two weeks, give yourself four weeks, you know, maybe something you want to tackle only on the weekends. It depends on the nature of what you've got on your list. But tackle them. Don't let them keep annoying you and keep weighing you down. Because again, when you when probably listened to this podcast for the first time, you were thinking big things. Like we're talking big baggage. But you don't realize there's so much little baggage in your life that is weighing you down so much. And you don't even realize it because you just didn't even acknowledge it. You didn't realize the impact it was having on your life. So that's what I want you to do is chip away. We'll get to the big stuff, we'll get to the little stuff, but it all helps. Every little piece helps make you feel lighter and less stressed and more happy. So now let's talk about how you can do this in a little bit different way. And this is the way that I'm going to do it this time around is I decided I want to do it with other people. So in uh, the United States right now, at the time of recording, Thanksgiving is coming up. It's two weeks away. So what I did was I wrote an email to my siblings. I have three brothers, and then I wrote one to my parents. And I asked them to do the same thing. I explained the toleration game in the email and invited them all to take the challenge and to go through their house and just start writing down all the things that were driving them nuts. And then I said, you know, fix whatever little ones you can, and then bring your big list to Thanksgiving dinner, because I'm hosting this year. And I said, when you bring your list, what you can share what you've accomplished, what have you gotten rid of since we, since I gave you the challenge. And also ask for help. So on those bigger things, things like maybe not the roof, but something bigger. Maybe it's laying a floor. If you want to have a new floor put in, new carpet or um, new hardwood floors, maybe something in your family is helpful and handy and can do that. So we're all going to bring things to, the, to our dinner and ask for help and see who knows somebody or who can physically help us with each one of our projects. So it's kind of a different way to do Thanksgiving. You know, be thankful for all the things you have, but then ask for a little help getting those things done. And I know I just sent out the email a couple days ago, and I know my one brother has already started fixing that he has a bike that he exercises on, and it has a squeaky chain. He's like, it's been driving me nuts, and I just don't deal with it. And once you sent me the email and I started making my list, and I was like, oh, my God. And he went and got some WD-40 and uh, put it on his chain, and now his chain doesn't squeak anymore. Like, how simple? Well, sometimes you just need to be told to deal with stuff. Otherwise, you would have never, ever dealt with it. It would just sit there and bother you and bother you and bother you. So now he has a list, and now he can check things off. And he can look at it and say, okay, I'm going to tackle this. And then I'm going to tackle this. And you feel better. Now when he's exercising, he's not annoyed by the chain anymore. He can focus on his exercise, without any negative feelings just interrupting his exercise. And then as a family, you know, we haven't done it yet because Thanksgiving's still coming, but once we get together, we can really look at things that we can do to help each other and that will bring us closer as a family. So together we're helping each other lose some baggage. And I think that's a really, really cool way of doing it. So if you have family members that you think would be on board, come up with a cute way of inviting them. Explain what the game is, explain how it's played, give them a time frame, and then see how many things they can cross off their list. Even if you don't want to help them with their projects, you can still encourage them to get through their own projects. Maybe they have you know, a pack rat in the family who just holds on to everything and they just need you know, kind of that motivation to start to declutter, start to get rid of stuff, especially if you have elderly parents. This is a great way to make it a game, to make it fun, and not make it look like you're kind of not appreciating their lifestyle and the things that they've accumulated over their life, but to give them a way to say, okay, let's start to, to get rid of some of this stuff. Let's start to feel good about it, but make it a game, make it fun, and get them to get rid of some of these things, or maybe to update a kitchen that's really out of date. What can you do to start kind of making this a fun family game? So we're going to have a short episode this week. I really just wanted to introduce you to the game and get you on board with playing it. So your job now is to pick up your journal, And start walking around and start coming up with things on that toleration list. And then knock them off. And again, leave me a comment. Let me know how's it going. What are you taking off your list? And how easy is it to feel good? Like some of those easy, easy things, the low-hanging fruit. How easy it is to knock some of those off and feel better. So I'd love to hear your story. Share them with me on the podcast. Or you can go visit my my blog, which is uh, lifewithlessbaggage.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great week.